good morning and welcome to an episode of Effort. I'm doing a podcast. I'm your host Curtis Harris and this is episode 18 if I believe. But uh, either here or there. This episode is about suppression. We all have amounts of suppression or things that we suppress. It could be deep trauma. It could be just a lie that we've told. But the reason why suppression is such a big word for me today is because of Georgia. A few months ago, Georgia during the election turned blue. And that was an amazing moment for so many in our country. It was an amazing moment for minorities seeing black women come out and vote hard to reelect a new president into this country. That was awesome. But now we have politicians who are really in their feelings about their leader and twice impeached boss getting the boot and now they've resorted to not even hiding their feelings about minorities they are openly suppressing the votes yesterday governor Kemp signed a bill that would restrict or added more restrictions on voting in this country and a lot of those laws going even more in detail hurt so many Americans from voting or from even wanting to vote. The idea that food and water is considered illegal at the voter line is insane to me. The fact that voter suppression has gone on for so many years, decades, holding back black Americans and minorities from getting out any single votes in this country. The fact that people like Mitch McConnell, the day before Kemp wrote this law on paper, said that voter suppression doesn't exist. And we all know he's full of shit, but still, that's a pretty bold flex there to openly say that just hours before Governor Kemp, this douchebag, pushed this law into effect. The thing is, so many states across the country have their own form of voter suppression, and it's always been behind the closed doors. It's always been on the back burner. And of late, Republican governors no longer hide their feelings about women, minorities. They just openly now do it. Suppress the vote as hard and quickly as possible. Here's the thing. Black voters today are not the same black voters 
that their granddaddies and grandpappies dealt with back in the past. We're not going to just sit back and take this kind of thing. Black voters will go out and march. They will make calls to their senators, their politicians. Black voters are more aware and self-aware of gaslighting in this country by Republicans. Now, I don't mean to get all political in this episode, but fuck it. We're getting political this week, or today anyway. The thing that has me really pissed off about Georgia and suppressing the vote is because this now will allow your douchebags like Governor DeSantis or Ted Cruz to say, hey, let me write my little law that will hinder voting in Austin or Houston or Galveston. That will suppress the votes and keep people from having long lines. Deter them from voting because the line is long or the hours are too short to get out to vote. I mean, they tried their damnedest the last election and a lot of people held their own and made it through it despite voter stations having their water taken away. That actually happened. And now they're putting into law that water is illegal. Food is illegal at voting sites. Because how dare they stand in line with their right to vote and not be kept from voting at all. I'm bearing the lead during this whole Georgia voter suppression law. A representative, I want to say her last name is Cannon, was trying to get inside while Kemp and his seven other white guys were signing the bill. Happily saying stuff like, this is what needs to be done. She wanted to go in and stand her ground and say what she had to say about this bullshit law. And Kemp had her arrested. Kemp had a politician arrested for voicing her opinion. Now, that's nostalgia as far as Georgia is concerned, I guess. But in 2021, we have that kind of shit happening. Thankfully, she was let go. I don't know if they're going to press charges. But it's really fucked up when politicians voting for the people, fighting for the people, are arrested fighting against laws that hurt and hinder so many women and minorities in our country. At the results of the election, when the results of the election came out, I had a lot of energy going out of it. I said, we need to make sure that Democrats stay strong and we need to make sure that Democrats don't get complacent just because a fascist is out of office now. 
And I had some pushback from a lot of liberal friends and family members who felt that there's no need now to be all worked up and being very critical of Democrats because I guess it's all over. No, it's not. Like the pandemic, the work that we have to do as Americans is not done. We have to continue to fight for representation. We have to continue to fight for injustice because we can't get tired. We have to tell our politicians to not get complacent. No matter how much we love them or like them, we have to tell them and be critical of them that they have to do the job for us as their service, basically. So it really surprises me how things have turned right now. And Democrats are getting complacent in this. Welcome to part two of episode 18 of Effort. I'm doing a podcast. I'm your host, Curtis Harris, and I'm not sure about editing when it comes to the segments. So if I don't get this recorded, this is definitely part two about suppression. So earlier, I went on my little rant about Georgia really fucking things up for democracy and wanted to finish proper so this part of the episode is not going to be that long just to say that voter suppression has gone on for so many years to the point that you have politicians gaslighting voter suppression you have Politicians saying voter suppression doesn't exist, but it rightfully does. My own opinion, I think that if voter suppression wasn't so heavily, wasn't so heavy and prevalent in this country, you would see a lot of states that are dominantly red turn blue. You would definitely have a lot of purple states out there turning blue because of without voter suppression going on. Just my opinion on it. Um, Times have changed. More people are aware. More white allies are aware. And about white allies. I love white allies, Native American allies, Asian allies, Muslim allies in this country who fight for or who fight against white supremacy in this country. A lot of the white allies, and there are many, do everything they can to stand up and speak for minorities and do their part in this country. Whether it's someone says a racist joke or whether it's someone says or does something racist 
there are white allies out there who are either recording them, calling them out on their bullshit, and they are appreciated, and I love them all. This whole situation involving Georgia, it's upsetting to so many of us because we fought real hard for our democracy in November. We fought hard for our democracy in Georgia, which led to it turning blue. And for Ossoff and Warnock and Stacey Abrams to get elected, we fought hard as Americans, fighting against fascism, fighting against racism, fighting against enabling insurrectionists who stormed the Capitol. The people who love those and insurrectionists who stormed the Capitol, we fought against them. We fought against voter suppression. So when blatant voter suppression like what happened yesterday in Georgia happens in 2021, we're not allowing that anymore. The days of people being quiet and silent on social media about that bullshit are done. There is a lot of work to be done in order to get our country back on its feet. The past four years showed how broken mentally and physically and beat down our country is, either thanks to white supremacy, voter suppression, or just blatant racism in this country. And it feels good when I see more Americans getting fired up and fighting for our democracy, fighting against injustice. It's a huge get for me when I see that happening. Which is why it's so important for everyone to vote, no matter how small, get out and vote. Um, I could never be a politician. I was just having a conversation this morning with my friend Kathleen, a strong white ally. She's fucking awesome. About getting an office. And I joked that I couldn't get an office because of my tweets and because of my single young days. But I do have a passion to help as many people, good American politicians out there who want to fight for democracy. And these days we have to get out and do our part in some way or another because it's the fight has gotten right at our doorstep. It's important now more than ever to fight for our freedom, as cliche as that sounds. Times are getting tougher. Um, we're getting attacked on all sides, whether women are getting attacked with laws, minorities are getting attacked with laws and all kinds of atrocious acts. 
social media, we're getting attacked for voicing our opinion because it's either too political or not the right time to get critical of Democrats in office. We have to show that energy, show that passion, get fired up about what's happening in this country. Because we have to do that for our kids. They can't rebuild or move or grow if we stay silent and we don't call out the bullshit that goes on. They can't continue living free in this country if we continue to stay silent or don't show any energy or become complacent in our country. It's vital. So, I hope that the news that happened today in Georgia doesn't upset you so much that you're in a depressive rut. Because we can't get so beat down by laws that are happening that we can't change. But we can show that energy and passion in our feelings in how those laws are happening. And while it's not sometimes mentally the best thing, it's important. So it's important. It's important to get out there and vote no matter how small. Uh, It's important more than ever now. And I'm not saying you've got to be real big on politics. You've got to stay on top of it all. But you have to be aware and want more for your country. You have to be... You have to give a fuck at some point when it comes to a lot of things going on in our country right now. It just doesn't affect you. It affects affects millions by the actions of other people. So... That's all I'm going to say. I just hope that you all have a great Friday. And uh, there's work to be done, but I feel positive enough that we've got this and that we can get this thing done. So this concludes episode 18, part two of Effort I'm Doing a Podcast. I'm Curtis Harris, and we will talk again shortly.